Once again, our midweek Lenten services this year will focus on the words that Jesus spoke during His crucifixion. Members of Christ our King providing the skits as part of the message. Skits take place around the kitchen table of their homes. Tonight, the word from the cross is, Dear woman, behold your son, behold your mother. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, Here is your mother. From that time on, his disciple took her into his home. Great grill, great meal, Grandma. See you later. Got split. Hold it there, young man. Yeah, hold it right there, boy. Boy, you heard, Grandma. Man. Well, young man, it's time to do your dishes, man. Not so fast, man. Dishes? I did those yesterday. Don't worry. I'm not asking you to do dishes. Woo! I want us to have devotions. Devotions? Yes, devotions. It's Lent, and before we all scatter away... We should have our devotions. Boring. Boring? How can you say that? Devotions talk to us about God. I know. But why couldn't devotions be on a video game? You know, with lots of action and blazing graphics. You had better be more careful what you say, or else you will get more blazes than you want. Boring. I can't believe you said that. Oh, I suppose that you've been anxiously waiting for devotions all day long. Well, actually, Grandma, I hate to say it, but... Uh Aha! The moment of truth! Quiet! I'm sorry that I was so loud. Actually, Grandma, Julia is expecting me to phone her any minute now. We have lots of homework to discuss. Boys? What? Boys! Your homework is boys! Algebra! Boys, boys, boys! Algebra, algebra, algebra! Quiet, quiet, quiet! Enough is enough! Grandma's right. We need to have our devotions. We got other things more important to do, I mean, that we have to do. Let's be quiet, get them over with. Besides that, I need to be at the bowling alley in 15 minutes. Bowling? Bowling? Bowling. Why do you need to go bowling tonight? Yeah, do we get to go? Jerry, I need your help tonight. Bowling? What's the matter with bowling? You know, the thing with the ball and the 10 pins? Good grief, it sounds like my family has turned into the Simpsons. But Jerry, it isn't your bowling night. I need you to do some shopping and pick up some items for tomorrow. I have to cut quilt pieces for tomorrow morning's quilt time. I'll be up to midnight just trying to sew the pieces and backings together. Look, I can't help it. We've got a big bowling tournament in a couple of weeks. The rest of the team wanted to practice tonight. What do I have to do? Get permission to leave the house? But, Grandpa, you promised that we'd play catch tonight and practice batting. That doesn't. I'm not going to play baseball anymore. I'm not going to make a fool out of myself just because you want me on the team. You might as well not practice. You're always dropping the ball anyway. At least I don't get dropped the way you do. (laughs) What do you mean? 
It's all over school that Lee George broke up with you before the dance tomorrow night. I'll bet you're talking to Julie is getting revenge for him. Why, you... Okay, okay. <clears throat> That's enough. That's enough. It sounds like we all have plenty to do, so let's just get out it and get with what we're going to do. Hold it there, everyone. I said that we are having devotions, and we are having devotions. And what is more, we are going to enjoy them. Is that understood? Uh, <clears throat> my grandson, my granddaughter... This is what you call a teachable moment. I want to give you a lesson about real courage. Sometimes courage is best shown in retreating, so I suggest we all salute and sit down. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, thank you, and for your willing and thoughtful cooperation. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary of Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there, the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, Here is your mother. From that time on, the disciple took her into his home. Two men were once good friends. They also happened to live next door to each other. For many years they helped each other and they enjoyed each other's friendship. Whenever one was working in the backyard, the other one would see him and would come and help. With that kind of cooperation, they accomplished many things. But then one day they had an argument. As a result, one man built a fence around his backyard to keep his former friend out of the yard. The neighbor was not to be outdone, though, so he built an even higher fence on his property line. On and on it went. They continued to build higher and higher privacy fence so that they couldn't see each other's yards. Now they were able to go out to their own backyard where they would not be seen, where they could do their own work, and where they would not have to help each other, where they could work alone, where they could accomplish a lot less than they used to. You know, sometimes it's easy to build fences around ourselves. We think of ourselves and our problems and it becomes hard to look over the fence to see the problems that other people are experiencing. We feel sorry for ourselves as we feel our own pain and sorrow. And it becomes difficult to understand the pain that others are experiencing. We see all that we want and need and hope and plan for. The wants and the needs of others become even more distant to us. It's easy, isn't it, to build such high walls around us that we can only see ourselves and not others. This is why these words of Jesus from the cross seem so unusual, so unlike us. Dear woman, behold your son, behold your mother. Here again we find Jesus suffering pain that is intolerable, suffering abuse that is unbearable, and he hangs on the cross. He thinks not of himself, but of his mother. He looks past his pain beyond the wall of his need, to the suffering and the pain of his mother. He looks to her present and future needs. He provides for her care when he is the one who desperately needs help. Dear woman, behold your son, behold your mother, behold your Savior. Isn't that the reason for the cross? 
Jesus didn't die that terrible death because he had to. He died that terrible death because we need forgiveness. We need salvation. We need rescue. And we need hope. My people, behold your Savior. And Savior he is. Thanks be to God for the one who looked beyond his needs to us and for our good. But now we also need to ask ourselves, whom have we walled out of our lives? By seeing only our troubles and not theirs. By seeing only our pain and not trying to understand theirs. By being concerned only for ourselves. Remember a wall which keeps us from seeing others who need our help also keeps others from seeing when, when we need their help. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for being our Savior. Help us to see what those around us are facing as clearly as we see our own troubles. Help us to assist them with the same kind of consideration that you had for your mother and that you have for us. Amen. Done. Done. Okay. Now let's get going. All right. Behold your son, your daughter. Behold your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. Did you really get dropped for tomorrow night's dance? Yeah, Grandma. It was awful, right in front of my girlfriends. But Grandma, you've got so much to do. Why don't I clean the dinner dishes so that you can get your work done? I have a better idea. Let's do the dishes together and talk about how tomorrow night you can have the best dance ever. You know, grandson, I think the bowling team can do very well without me tonight. I tell you what, I'll give them a call. You go get the bat, the ball, the gloves, and we'll go out and do some practicing. What do you say? You mean it? All right. All right. All right. Amen. We invite you to stand as we confess our sins and hear the good news of God's forgiveness. We stand beneath the cross as we confess our sins. Let's confess, Lord, that so often we see needs in our wants. We fail to look beyond ourselves and often overlook those around us. They also are carrying heavy loads and burdens. Lord Jesus, thank you for looking beyond yourself to us and our need for rescue. Thank you for your willingness to carry our burdens and die in our place. Lord, have mercy upon us and grant us your peace. I died for you, you are forgiven, and I died for all those around you. As you see others, look at them as ones whom I love dearly. As we stand beneath the cross of Christ this night, the words of Jesus are certainly spoken to us. And as a called and ordained servant of Christ, I tell you that our Lord indeed sees our needs, especially our need for forgiveness and eternal life. Because of his love for you and me, our sins are indeed forgiven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, you died because of sin. But it was not that you had sinned or lived selfishly. Instead, you died because you took upon yourself all of our sins, all of my sins. We ask this, trusting in your mercy and love. 
And as ones who are forgiven, let us then declare our confidence in him and our desire to live in accordance to what he has done for us. We continue with our statement of faith. I believe in Jesus Christ, the Father's only Son, our Lord. What does this mean? I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord, who has redeemed me a lost and condemned person, purchased and won me from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death, that I may be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he has risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. This is most certainly true. 